the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Howdy. Welcome. Good to be with you, the Thursday edition. It's kind of like a fast week, it feels like. Does it feel like that way to you? Uh, it does. I, you know why I think it is? Tell me. Sunshine. It's been so sunny for a long time. I really think that sunshine has a lot mm-hmm. to do with it. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if you, so if you live in San Diego, it's like the, yes. the year fly by. I love it out there. I really do love it. (laughs) I want you to know how much I love it. (laughs) Well, you're here. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, happy uh, happy anniversary. Thank you, John. Happy anniversary to you as well. Thank you. 14 years ago That is hard to believe. 14 years. uh, We became this uh, team here of the Ride Home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. Yeah. Well, again, now let me preface that. It's a false anniversary. Because you were with me more than 14 years. Okay, but it wasn't official. I mean, it was, there was a lot. Just because the ink subbed. wasn't dried on the, I you know. had subbed before yeah. then, but it wasn't official to me. And we did the contest? Yeah, we did, yep. I do remember that. Yep. Yeah, I was subbing as... Um, Stephanie's uh, fill-in. Uh, fill yep. And then when Stephanie, my predecessor, decided to leave... Um, you came they, in here? And they decided, the management decided here at Word FM, they did not want to hire me. Mm-hmm. And I know there are many people out there thinking, well... They were what right. What were they thinking? They were right. Mm-hmm. So we were like in a little limbo period. Six months limbo. Uh, Not a little. You would talk about it like it was three or four days. Yeah. It was limbo. six months. And then we sort of cobbled together. National contest. Bring, send your tape from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and you survived. Yeah. And then, so they were like, okay, they just got. After all that. I think he just wore them down. I. Th- it, was all, it was the trail of tears. I might have been the trail outside. of tears. Anyway, I brought you a snack. You did? Yeah. Is this like an anniversary snack? Yeah, kind of. You know, we were a little both saying earlier today. We're so sleepy. I'm so you know, sleepy. It's so hot here. Oh, you brought you you got me um like a, a power shot. I brought you a snack. <gasps> mm-hmm. John Hall, you know me. Mm-hmm. John Hall is presented to me for those of you listening on the air. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate, Saris pretzels. Very nice, huh? The Who sound you like? hear is me opening them. Yep. This is one of the greatest treats on earth, isn't it? Though. This is, John, thank you so much. Here's the weird thing. I was just kind of thinking, let me just look around here. You know, I was over at Giant Eagle looking around for some snacks. Would be appropriate. So I'm in the, I'm in the aisle, and the, one of the employees says, hey, um, you're in the candy aisle. Don't forget the, the Sarah's uh, is over around the corner. Said it to you? Yeah. Because they know. I, I said to her earlier on. Oh, you said I'm where's, looking Where's the candy snack stuff? Right. Where, where's your anniversary section? Right. So she sees <gasps> me at, oh, lingering. And then she says, go over to the Sarah's aisle. So I go there. They were on sale. <gasps> it, was, it was meant to be. It was a clincher right there. Listen to this. Lexi, it was God's will that yeah. we have these today. Who does not like a, a snack on sale? 
The smell of them is delightful. Thank you. Happy anniversary of is the chocolate pretzel. Is this like like when people who get married in a civil way, they should I smash this into your face or something? <laughs> smash like, should I do that? Listen, it won't be the first time you start smash things mm. into my face. There, isn't that good? Lex, we need you. You want to come in? No, it's okay. I'll grab one later. All this right. is a delicious anniversary mm. snack. Mm-hmm. This is really good radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Lexi. Thank you. I mean, who isn't like a dark chocolate pretzel? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, wait. Happy anniversary, John. Management's going to go, what are you guys eating on air? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you're supposed to stop us from really what if soon. They, what if they fire us uh. on our anniversary? <laughs> well, We've probably won't it. be the first time, mm-hmm. right? In all of radio. Someone's been fired on their anniversary. Right. Now I have um, dark chocolate all over the mm-hmm. top for it. For That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, after 14 years, we're confident we can yeah. move forward, right? Okay. I feel right. good about it. You want to take a little sip of water there just to yeah, cleanse your so. palate of uh, so. dark chocolate mm-hmm. minutia so that you can present yourself mm-hmm. as the professional that you are. Good? I'm ready. All right, please. News, without further ado, on the 14th anniversary, the top four at four. For Thursday, March 9th, mm-hmm. 2023, number one. Mm-hmm. Two Americans who survived the horrific attack in Matamoros, Texas, just south of Brownsville, no, Metamoros, Mexico, just south of Brownsville, Texas, are back on U.S. soil. Two of their friends perished in the attack. The four Americans, Eric James Williams, Zindel Brown, and cousins Latavia Tay McGee and Shaid Woodard, drove Friday morning into Matamoros, Mexico, which is in the north, which is in the northeastern state of. Tamaulipas, that's a guess. Love it there. Just south of Brownsville. Um, At that point, John, unidentified gunmen fired upon the passengers in the vehicle and then put the four Americans in another car and fled. Mm -hmm. Now, it looks like kidnappers may have wrongly believed that the four Americans were rival human traffickers, a source close to ABC News writes today. There's a a lot of uh, uncertainty about this story, Uh wouldn't you say? Yeah, a Mexican woman also Mm -hmm. perished in the incident. Um... It, it seems like uh, it was a harrowing experience, and it seems like we know about 3% of what right, actually right. happened. Uh, initial news reports were there. They were there for cosmetic surgery. We haven't heard that recently. Mm-hmm. One person has been arrested, uh, a 24-year-old suspect. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, There's a lot more to come there. The FBI said it's working with federal and international partners to determine the facts of what happened and hold those responsible for this horrific and violent attack accountable for their crimes. Number two, people who follow a Mediterranean or MIND diet, that's capital M-I-N-D, may have fewer signs of Alzheimer's disease in their brain tissue, according to a new study published today in the online issue of Neurology. This study found, John, that those who follow plant-focused diets may have fewer amyloid plaques and tau tangles in their brain than people who don't eat this way. Hmm. Do you know about the Mediterranean diet? I do. Okay. For those of you who don't, uh, it emphasizes fresh fruits and vegetables, fish, legumes, nuts, and whole grains. Mm -hmm. Uh, The results are exciting, the study author said. 
While our research doesn't prove that a healthy diet resulted in fewer brain deposits of amyloid plaques, also known as the indicator of Alzheimer's, we do know, though, there is a relationship, and following the mind in Mediterranean diets may be one way that people can improve their brain health and protect cognition as they age. Excellent. Very good news. It's really interesting. The story goes on. You can read about it in CBS News. They have a nice article on it today. Um, Back in 2015, that was their first indication. After a study, they found that those who followed the MIND diet um, reduced their risk of developing Alzheimer's by as much as 53%. Wow, really? 53%. Number three. Jenna Ellis, an attorney who once described herself as part of an elite strike force representing former President Donald Trump, was formally disciplined by a judge after admitting to falsely claiming the 2020 election was stolen from Mr. Trump. In a six-page opinion handed down on Wednesday and reported in today's Wall Street Journal, a Colorado judge who hears ethics complaints against lawyers said he was imposing a public censure of Ms. Ellis effective immediately because she, quote, repeatedly made misrepresentations on national TV and on Twitter, undermining the American public's confidence in the 2020 presidential election. As part of a stipulated agreement, as part of, pardon me, Ms. Ellis admitted to making 10 misrepresentations, including that the election was stolen and Trump won by a landslide. Also that, quote, we have over 500,000 votes in Arizona that were cast illegally and, quote, that Hillary Clinton still has not conceded the 2016 election. Ms. Ellis admitted to making these 10 misstatements with at least a reckless state of mind. And number 10, tomorrow is National Ranch Day, as in the salad dressing, and to celebrate, two companies have combined forces to put out a new ranch product. It's ranch-flavored ice cream made with Hidden Valley Ranch by Van Leeuwen Ice Cream, and that is your top four at four. Mm -hmm. No, I love myself some ice cream. I have no desire. No desire. Uh, Food & Wine described it as garlic powder forward, but also sweet. Garlic powder forward? What does that even mean? Uh, it means that you that's the first taste that you experience. Garlic powder uh-huh. in they, ice cream. They've previously offered uh-huh. pizza, hot honey, and planet earth flavored ice cream. Uh, okay. So it's just a, a short little run. That's all. It is. They've also done Kraft mac and cheese mm. and also Poupon, Great Poupon Dijon <laughs> mustard flavored. I told you, my, my brother-in-law and his family, they would do singing and slurping. Every mm-hmm. summer, sure, in Aberdeen, and he would he, he himself makes his own homemade ice cream, gallons and gallons. He'd always make like sort of a a fun version. One year he made cheeseburger ice cream with m- meat and cheese. In Did there. anyone like it? No. Baskin Robbins recently announced chicken and waffles was its flavor Come of the on. month for March. It features buttermilk waffle flavored ice cream, chicken, and waffle flavored bites, and a bourbon maple syrup swirl. And I'm here to tell you that sounds good to me. <laughs> Not as right. good though as my anniversary dark chocolate covered mm-hmm. pretzel. Is that Baskin and Robbins? Are, are there Baskin and Robbins? There's uh, only the one out of our in Freeport Road. Yeah, I don't That's see the only often. one left. There used to be one on Squirrel Hill. Yeah, that was like our be, go-to. Yeah, that was the one I used to go to as mm-hmm. well. Thirty-one flavors. Now there might be 32 because of the chicken and waffles thing. Not going to last. Frederica Matthews Green, we're going to talk about Orthodox Lenten traditions next. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, 14 years here, the right home. 101.5 WORD. 
everywhere you go, anywhere you go. Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on wordfm.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Every day is a great day to play around at All About Golf in Butler. The new ping lineup is here. Stop by the pro shop and check out the all-new line of ping putters and get newly reduced deals on ping G425s for a limited time while supplies last. All About Golf Bays equipped with top tracer technology are open year-round. 828 daily, rain or shine. Plus lessons for every age and skill level to help you master your game. All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play. Visit allaboutgolfpa.com. Eden Christian Academy celebrates 40 years of providing Christian education to thousands of children in the North Pittsburgh area. At Eden, students are engaged in an education where dedicated faculty go above and beyond as they teach, connect, and are used by God to help transform the lives of every student. March 13th through 17th is Admissions Week, a perfect time to learn how Eden can equip your child as a critical thinker and caring leader in today's world, pre-K through 12th grade. Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Orthodox Christians are celebrating Lent a little different timeline than uh, we, we are. I'll say we, like me, my Christian tradition, which I guess begs a lot of questions about the church calendar. Have you ever followed the church calendar vigorously, Kat? Um Well, when I was growing up, I never did. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. I never, I never We're did it, it, and I certainly never saw the value in it. Um, for now... I try to observe the church calendar, but it's not this. I mean, observing the church calendar, if you are a Protestant, is a different level of commitment than if you are an Orthodox Christian. How so? Well, because they observe. I mean, we should ask Frederica. I don't mean to speak for her, but it just seems as in talking to her and our friend Tom Soroka that it's just it's it's more of a daily commitment. Mm hmm. Throughout all of Lent with all sorts of different elements in it, whereas 
me during Lent. I mean, I we have an Ash Wednesday service. We have, of course, the services during Holy Week, and then I do a fast day one day right. on my own. But that's that, that's, that's different that's than the it. church calendar and the community. Right. Frederica Matthews Green is with us. She has been a guest of ours over the many years we produced the ride home. Uh, she's the author of two wonderful books that we love. Chief among them is the Jesus Prayer. And Frederica, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Hi, John, Kathy. It's great to be back with you. Always a pleasure, Frederica. Okay, so uh, you're an Orthodox believer. Mm-hmm. Your church calendar, as we just said, a little different than uh, our church calendar. Talk about that. Yes, it's um, it's funny because, of course, we observe Lent just like Catholics and liturgical Episcopalians and some other groups. It's a slightly different way of figuring when Easter is going to fall. Hmm. And we Orthodox are, if we're not on the same day, which we are some years, um, we're a week behind or several weeks behind. Next year, it'll be May 5th will be our our Easter. Wow. And I think that's almost a month. It's a long time afterwards. It's very late, yeah. So, yeah, it all has to do with the phases of the moon and when does the full moon appear on a Sunday after the, the, the spring equinox. It's a complicated formula. And um, we just end up being a little bit, a little bit behind. Slower to start and slower to finish. That's fine. It all works so, out fine in the yeah, end, doesn't it? It sure does. Yes. Okay. So, as part of the church calendar and as part of your Orthodox tradition, you are fasting now, right? And this, of course, mm. is really central to your faith, especially during these periods of looking at Lent or Advent or whatnot, but especially during the Lenten season. Yes, and I guess the first thing I need to say is it's not when our fasting is not a matter of punishing ourselves Mm -hmm. or trying to pay for our sins. Um, It's more like exercise. It's more Mm. like strengthening the willpower muscle. And so we all, all together, that's the other thing about fasting. As a Protestant, I used to fast from time to time if I had a, a strong prayer need. But all Orthodox all over the world are fasting simultaneously. And um, when I joined the church, I thought it's a little bit funny because we're not totally fasting. We're keeping a vegan diet. Um, So we don't eat meat or fish or dairy, um, don't eat eggs. It's funny, but the hardest thing to give up is the, the dairy. You can get used to not having meat, but you sure do miss cheese <laughs> and milk on your cereal and all those things. So it's a um, it's a challenging fast, but uh, like we like to say, as you can give up having a cheeseburger, um, then you'll be less likely to get angry at the guy in front of you in traffic. Mm. You know, if he doesn't go through the the green light fast enough. So it's a very strengthening that we're all doing it together. The sense of camaraderie is, for me, a big part of it. That strengthening is is an idea that I, people just don't talk about in Protestant circles mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. And I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, I was thinking about training as an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. if you're training to run, you know, a hundred yard dash or whatever, your strength will, you know, hopefully increase your time in the hundred yard dash, mm-hmm. but it would also help you get up the steps better. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? So it's not just strengthening for this one thing. It's, it's overall. Mm-hmm. It's overall. That's the idea. And um, I think too about somebody lifting weights. You know, they they don't lift weights so they can lift weights. They lift weights so that they're strong. So if there's an emergency, you know, if there's a, a, a 
car runs over a toddler, he can pick up the car and get the get the child out of there. We use it in real life situations, and it is so helpful for us to try to live more like Christ would want us to to live more with a Christian heart. Um, all that self-discipline really does pay off. Fabulous. Frederica Matthews Green is with us. She is the author of The Jesus Prayer, and um, it's a wonderful book. Highly recommended. Also, Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an introduction to the Eastern to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, we're, we're talking, of course, about the Lenten season, how the Orthodox are a little bit different th- than our traditions. Talk to us about this. You, you've talked to us about this for a few years. I always find it fascinating, and I wish in many ways that our church followed this tradition uh, about the right of forgiveness. It's one of my favorite things about Lent. We do this once a year, and it is called the right of forgiveness. We have a Vesper service when Lent begins, and at the end of the Vesper service, we all line up, the whole congregation, we line up in two lines face to face, and then you look at the person across from you. And you, you bow to them and say, forgive me, my brother or my sister, forgive me, Amy, or forgive me, Bill, for any way that I've sinned against you. And you put it in your own words. You know, I, I, sometimes I say, forgive me if I irritated you. Forgive me if I didn't pray enough for you. Mm-hmm. Just anything that comes to mind. And then the person says, they always say, I forgive you. Of course I forgive you. Or God forgives you and so do I. Something like that. And then Bill or Amy says to me, Frederica, please forgive me. I know that my sins pollute the world that you have to live in. Please forgive me for that. Whatever words they want to use. And and then I say, I forgive you. And then the the important thing is that we both... um, bow to each other, and then kiss on the cheek. Mm. And we bow like we would bow before the, before the cross when on Good Friday. We bow like we do when the priest brings out the Bible and we all line up and we bow and kiss the Bible. We bow to each other because each of us is made in the image of God. Each of us is an icon, in a sense, like an icon of Christ. Mm. If the light of Christ is within us, we deserve that kind of honor as being made in the image or the icon of God in Greek. And I think that also reminds us we need to behave like we are yeah. <laughs> in the image yeah. of God, right. the icon of God. Now, Frederica, I don't know how large your congregation is, but I would imagine yeah. something like this would take a little bit of time. And I'm also curious about one the forgiveness is is given and received and everyone has gone through the process. Is there a lightness in the air? Do things change? Oh, yes, it really does. It's, you can just sense it on the spiritual realm. Um, my, my husband as a pastor would always say, now we are going to do something the devil hates. Mm. Because huh. He wants us to be at enmity with each other. And because Lent is difficult and, and frustrating, we start out on the right foot with each other. Yeah. We are all at peace with each other on that on that day at the beginning. And um, as you can imagine, when we finish exchanging the, the peace, each of us takes a step to the right, and we're facing someone else. And we do this 
with the entire congregation. Fabulous. So about an hour for a hundred people. Okay. Yeah. How awkward is it? (laughs) It is so awkward. (laughs) The first couple of times you do it, it is, you feel so nervous Mm. and you feel so embarrassed and like you really don't want to do this. But other people are kind of matter of fact about it. Some people have been doing it all their lives. And so you become comfortable with it. Um, you kind of take your cue from others. Yeah. It's one of the things that I've appreciated uh, the older I get in Christ is how much we learn from each other. That we need to um, not just hear it and not just read it in the scriptures, but see older Christians, how they do it, how they put it into practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's more important than we often recognize, having that example in front of us. Sorry, I have to delve into all the details Mm -hmm. because it's such a foreign practice in my my imagining. Um, Do you ask forgiveness for specific things? Not usually, but there are times. Um, I had somebody was angry at me because of something I wrote once. And as I came to her, (laughs) as I came to her in the line, she she said to me, um, come on, this is going to get serious. And she put her arm around my shoulders as she asked for me to forgive her. Mm. And we both knew what that was all about, what was going on. Um, but that, you know, naming it makes it less uncomfortable. Yeah. Most of the time, you don't, you don't have anything specific. You know, one of the things that people are tempted to say is, but you didn't do anything. You know, I, of, of course I forgive you, but you haven't sinned against me. Yeah. And you have to learn to not say that. Yeah. Because actually you don't know. You know, maybe they had bad thoughts towards you or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe they gossiped about you. There might be something. And they need to hear you say, I forgive you for what you did. Fabulous. We all need to hear forgiveness from each other. And I would imagine, Frederica, that... Just in, you know, the the daily minutia of living, like you talked about, you know, someone not moving quick enough, you know, when the green light changes or excuse me, whenever, Mm -hmm. you know, those weird little things that we all get upset about of just what it is to be alive in society Mm -hmm. that in some ways, I guess, at least initially, they tend to minimize or you get over it. You know, just those little crusty things that mess up our heads. (laughs) Yes, yes. It makes you hold those things lighter Mm -hmm. and let them go. And in the congregation, if there are things we're irritated about, you know that that right of forgiveness is going to come around every year. And you're going to have to ask them to forgive you, even if you don't specify what it was. So you try to keep short accounts with each other, yeah. and you try to rein in those moments of judgmentalism. That's really oh, the one one yeah. thing I did want to say about this is I've learned it has very ancient roots. I always wondered where did this come from? And I know there's references in in Orthodox writing going back about to the year 500. But before that, um, well, it turns out, and here I'm going to sound so ignorant to some people listening, but it turns out that in Jewish practice, there's something similar on Yom Kippur. Um, They don't have a face-to-face right of forgiveness, but they have an ancient tradition of asking people for forgiveness on that day. And so it goes all the way back to the to the temple period, 
to the Second Temple, um, this tradition of once a year asking everyone to forgive you for your sins against them. Fabulous. It's amazing, isn't it? I it never is. knew it was, was that old. It goes way back. It's a wonderful example. I, I mean, mm-hmm. of all the things, I, I think the Orthodox think Church has a lot to mm-hmm. you know yep, teach us, and so this is a really wonderful thing. Thanks for sharing it with us today, Frederica. <laughs> Sure thing. Always a pleasure to hear you, Frederica. Check out works by Frederica Matthews Green. She's written written over 800 articles, also 11 books, including Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an introduction to Eastern Christianity. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. All right. Coming up next, Sony's filing a patent for a posture correcting algorithm. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right right. 724-NEW-ROOF. 101.5-WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. She was 27 years old. She took the gun that my grandfather had given her for self-defense. She never got to see her son grow up to be anything. Because she had easy access to a gun, I have been robbed of that relationship. 63 Americans a day die by gun suicide. With safe gun storage, we can give our loved ones a second chance at life. Learn more at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Mainly clear skies this evening, followed by considerable cloudiness tonight. A little rain towards dawn, the low 35. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow with a little rain mixing with snow late. Little to no accumulation expected. It'll be breezy in the afternoon with a high of 41. 
Cloudy and windy tomorrow night with a couple of snow showers. Maybe mixed with rain early, the low 27. Breezy Saturday morning, otherwise a thick cloud cover, high 37. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You ever find yourself in this way? You're sitting down at your computer. You spend, you know, some time there. Half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, an hour. And I find myself slumped over like I'm the hunchback of Notre Dame. Right? Yeah. Like you're, you can feel like you're back, all twisty and turny. Well, here's the deal. Sony, the corporation, has filed a patent for a posture corrective AI. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Sony's taking it upon themselves. First of all, it's great news. It is good news. Second of all, how would, but how would that work? Well, um, the software, will, uh, say it's on your computer, will evaluate your gamer's posture. So if Sony's producing a game, they've included AI software to look at you and see how you're sitting. According to the abstract, the hypothetical software will, quote, evaluate based on learning modules, posture, and physical motions for players for repetitive, unbalanced, or excessive motions, as as well as gameplay, quality patterns, and compared to the thresholds for identifying unhealthy conditions. So you get your game interrupted to remind you to correct your posture, but at least you also get spied upon by the AI. Okay. (laughs) So that's a give and take there. I mean, uh, you're mindful of your posture. I am because my posture is so bad. Really? And because of it, I have an upper back issue. So I'm like super, like... it's it's I think about it almost all day, really? just trying very much to be corrective. Yes. Mm-hmm. My um, one of my former ballet teachers, a wonderful woman by the name of Cecil Kitkat, uh, she always would implore us, think of yourself as a mannequin mm. with a string coming out of the top yeah. of your head and everything is lifted from that so that your posture would correct itself. Now, you can buy those. Have you seen those sort of like... They're like encasing your back in kind of a mod, no, I have not kind seen of hard that. plastic, so that when you sit, you are unable to do anything but, but sit yeah. straight. Here's the thing, though: if you don't have the ab strength to hold yourself up, then it's actually impossible to do that. Like you need strong enough abs to be able to keep your back where it is. Correct, yeah. So just mm-hmm. putting a thing on, you could wear it for five <laughs> minutes before you collapse. You'd yeah. be like, I have to get out of here, or maybe so, because I yeah. can't sit up. Anyway, you, you do know, of course, we, we're living in a country of people with bad posture. Just one of our many sins. Yes. Let's just add that to well, it, Well, that guess. one's going to come back to bite All us. Right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the revival at Asbury University. Greg Gordon in the On Deck Circle. Stay with us. It's the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes updates. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes updates, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for 
business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE. And your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. When it comes a time and there is no food, how does she help the children get through that when they when their stomachs are, are empty? I tell them that today we cannot eat, but uh, another day we will have food. Yeah, we need to work in order to, to have food to put in our plates. Today, on this day of hope, you can be an answer to prayer for a mother like Marta. I'm Anitra with Food for the Poor, and we're inviting you to be a part of a miracle story that God is telling through donors just like you. Right now, because of a generous match, your gift, a one-time gift of $144, is going to provide a family like Marta's with food for a year. When you go to wordfm.com and click on the bright red Give Food banner, or text send hope one word to 91999 you'll receive a link and you can make your most generous gift MTS stands for Master of Theological Studies, and it's a two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an MTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling, biblical studies, either the Old or the New Testament. You can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies. Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS. Study under pastors. Now, of course, there has been great excitement about the revival at Asbury University that happened a couple of weeks ago. And I don't want to let that sort of slip away from our prayer life or our thought life, our consciousness as believers, the idea of what it is to be in revival as part of a Christian community. So we're happy to welcome back, welcome to the show, I should say, for the first time, Greg Gordon. Greg is the founder of something that's really interesting called SermonIndex.net, which is um, millions of audio sermons that have been distributed worldwide. He's also involved in organizing uh, revival conferences and here today to talk to us about revival. And uh, hey, Greg, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, doing well, thank you. Our pleasure. Greg, I know this is something that you have been involved with for a while and researched on your own. Uh, before we talk about what you've done in your past, can you give us uh, the the feelings, the thoughts you had when you heard about what was happening at Asbury? Yeah, it uh, took me by surprise. And, you know, things in America specifically are getting, you know, worse and worse morally. Uh, decadence, uh, church prayer meetings are closing down, mm-hmm. uh, church pastors are leaving the pastorate faster than ever. And there's like sort of like a moral uh, kind of revolutionary crisis happening in America. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just 
people start contacting me on uh, my messaging or different uh, texting saying, uh, brother, you need to check this out, what's going on in Asbury. And as soon as I tuned in, I found a live stream. There was no official live stream. There was just some people there with iPhones or just just walking around uh, very uh, unprofessionally recording it on live. And I watched it, and I probably after 30 minutes of listening and worshiping, starting to worship with them, mm-hmm. I realized that God was doing something special, and it really got my attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you wanted to be there, didn't you? Yeah, you know, uh, we made a decision uh, three days or two and a half days into sort of tracking with what was happening. I had about uh, 10 to 15 ministry leaders and pastors go down there before me, and they reported back to me or shared what was going on. And me and my wife made a decision, we're going to drive down there. And that's what we did. So describe it for yourself. I mean, we've, we've talked to a, a friend of ours who sort of described it as um, being on like um, an inner tube at a lazy river and floating down and just feeling, you know, surrounded by peace. What, what was your, what's your overview about this, Greg? Yeah, I think uh, it, it, really, it really speaks to the need of, of the church. You know, we, we go to meetings for an hour. Yeah. We listen to sermons, we sing three songs, we we check out, and, you know, really, if you ask someone the question, did you meet God when you went to the Sunday service? And many people would kind of scratch their heads, well, I heard a sermon about God, or yeah, we sang to God, or mm-hmm. we gave an offering to God. God's presence is something so precious to believers, and, and whatever denomination you're from, you know, God's presence is real, it's something to be experienced, and... I think it's very accurate what they are sharing, just a serene peace, um, contentment, uh, a sense of holiness to it, a sense of just not wanting to leave. There's something so special about it. And uh, you'd expect also, if, if it's God's presence sometimes, that you would you know, hit the floor like a prophet of old in Isaiah 6, you know, woe is me, I'm undone. Yes. And there is a sense of that, the fear of the Lord. But what was happening in Asbury was more of God's love being poured out and expressed to youth, especially youth that are on the verge of suicide, uh, have gone through rape and uh, so many horrendous things in this culture. And, you know, the the anxiousness and the depression and God just coming in and just just stilling the storm of these youth's lives and, and showing them that I am real. And and it's just a wonderful thing. So how long did you stay down there, and what was the after effect? I mean, have things changed in your perspective? Um, is your prayer life different? Is your connection with God closer in some way? We were down there for three days. Um, I, would, I would just say that people who were early on in the meetings there, um, God's presence still was in the, in the Wilmore after the meeting stopped and you know this it just changes everything god's presence if we have god's presence we have everything he, like he is the attraction he's a desire that we should seek for so it, it's really it's really something that um it once the the church has tasted that this is real that god is really he can come he, he wants to manifest himself to us you know, we're not going to be content with, with less. 
And I think that's the thing that, that just drives it home for me is, you know, I, I am not the same. I can't worship for 20 minutes. I have to just linger with the Lord. Um, I can't pray just for a little bit. Like just wait on Jesus, just slow down, open, open up your hands, lift up your hands and just go, Lord, I just want to be with you here. Hmm. We're talking with Greg Gordon. He is founder of SermonIndex.net and uh, himself telling the story about being in Asbury as part of the revival. So, uh, Greg, a few weeks have now passed. When you when you felt the presence of the Holy Spirit, what is your hope? I mean, can you in some way, and I, I guess I'll answer my own question, that I can't see it a revival being necessarily manufactured, right? This has to be the movement of the Holy Spirit, but I believe amongst many well-loving, believing Christians that there is a hope that this revival will explode all across the country, if not all around the world. It, it's it's spreading, and that's that's the amazing thing. It, it spread to over 25 campuses within a short period of time. It is still happening in Texas A&M University, which is actually a secular university. They're actually talking about renting an arena nearby to have a large meeting. And it's almost untrackable what God's doing. Personally, for me, I came back up to Canada and I'm meeting with just a Christian brother last night. We're talking about the Lord. I'm testifying of, of what I've experienced, a, a deeper first love with Jesus. And we just, all of a sudden, let's pray. We fall to our knees, and we, we end up having this wonderful prayer time, like unusual. Mm. And we don't want to get up from our knees. Like just There's a sense of the Lord, and so that there is something beyond the normal and it doesn't matter if you're a Baptist, Pentecostal, or Charismatic. You know, God is, is I think, sending um, a wave of Holy Spirit revival, and it's something anyone can tap into. If you're listening to this, just cry out to Jesus for a first love, for more love for Him, and to, to seek Him more, and He'll be found. He'll, he'll manifest Himself and come to you. And I believe the reviving of the Church— is for the good of the world. If we are revived, if we're with the Lord how we should, then evangelism happens naturally. Missions just explodes. So it's sort of like the Lord fine-tuning and coming back to His church and, and healing us so that we can be a healing to the nations. Greg, we only have a couple minutes left, but I want to put myself in the position of somebody listening to the radio right now. And and what if they hear your story and they think, you know what, this is just a bunch of emotion. This is just, you know, like any other viral event, you know, people just get caught up in it. And, you know, it's just it. there's no difference in this. You mean like a rock concert then, or something. Right. Right. What do you say to that? What's your response? Well, what one brother said to me, you know what? Hey, brother, where, where's the preaching? You know, where's the repentance preaching? And there really wasn't a lot of preaching at all. It, we've heard so many sermons. We've heard so many teachings for 10, 20, 30 years as Christians. We've obeyed so little of it. Mm. And when the Holy Spirit comes for two weeks and says, hey, I'm just going to catch you up with it here. I'm going to help you. I'm just going to touch you. And not in a mean way, not in a hard way. And the kindness of God leads us to repentance. And he'll just... Say, you know, remember that sermon you heard five years ago on this topic? Well, here, I'll help you with that right now and get that into your life. And that's sort of the testimony of, of what has been happening is 
the Holy Spirit has been doing the preaching and, and the ministering of the Word to people's hearts. And we know so much of the Word of God as believers. So it's really time to obey. It's time to love the Lord, not by um, the letter of the law, but by grace, by loving and having a relationship with Jesus Christ, hearing His voice and following Him. So I, I personally think, you know, uh, it was a wonderful revival. It was unusual. And it really has touched people in the first love for Jesus and to get them back to that place. And it, it touched my life in that way. And I'm so thankful. Fabulous. Well, Greg, thanks a lot. Uh, let's come in and, and talk some more about this. Uh, I, I want to keep this uh, foremost in people's minds. Uh, what you said really resonated. You know, we've heard so many sermons and have obeyed so little of them. Uh, it, it's tantamount to... to to encourage the, the, the Holy Spirit and, and the wind of revival in our own hearts and across this country. So thanks so much. Amen. Thank you for the time. Our pleasure. Greg Gordon is founder of SermonIndex.net at the Revival in Asbury. As he says, the Holy Spirit is moving. It's up to us to get down our knees and praise God. Our little brother says the word dodo word 40 times a day. Should we be saying that word on Word FM? <laughs> you started it. Okay. So here we are with Uncle Ryan with three reasons why you'd be a tweet tweet if you bought a home this year and didn't use us at United Faith Mortgage. The biggest reason is our direct lender advantage. We use our own money. And there's no middleman. Which means... We can often get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We also pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases. And just as important to me as saving listeners money is the super service part. Our small team is specifically committed to Word FM. You will not get to a closing and find anything hidden. It's a partnership all the way around. So, don't be a... And we're done. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a blessing 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch to the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. 
People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Happy National Meatball Day. Thank you. Please don't tell. look at to me when you, you say that. one at all, one and all. I'm not looking at you as in you are the shape of one. <laughs> I am urging you to eat one instead. Uh, I started to observe National Meatball Day last night by having meatball, what? a meatball with my dinner. You made a meatball or did you I bought did a not. meatball? I did not. It was my friend Paul Costantino's. Oh, please say no more then. It was uh, Grandma Josie's meatballs mm. and uh, they are absolutely delicious and my favorite meatballs of all time. Uh, can they're you share? A, yep, they're about the shape of a uh, golf ball, maybe a little bigger between golf and tennis. Okay, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, that's um, a big difference. They are beef only. Beef only. They are beef only. I'm surprised by it's that. It's not the pork and veal combination. Some people use it as beef only. Uh, not very many ingredients, but one of the main is uh, good parmesan, mm-hmm. and you have to make your own breadcrumbs. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. It's a commitment. It's not an easy thing to make. Meat, beef only. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, like what you're saying, some veal maybe or mm-hmm. some hot sausage maybe. No, because Grandma Josie said. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I do what Grandma Josie said to and, do, and that's what she said. Was it made already? or did it you was put made it already. Oil? Did you, it, was already, it was made already. So you just heated it up mm-hmm. in the microwave? I ate it cold. Cold. And here's why. Because it's just that good. Mm-hmm. Now, I would rather heat it up. You know what one of my favorite things to do is? And this mm. is someone who really loves a meatball. Instead of doing meatballs on pasta, yeah. which, believe me, is delicious. Oh, of course it is. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, push that aside. What about the meatball casserole? Oh, I love nice. that. Yeah, so yeah. all it is uh-huh. is a sm- like a small casserole dish, mm. like a round like one. Eight a, by four. Oh, a round single one. Yeah. serving, even. Really? If you want, you know. Like a, a carafe. Right. Some, but not a carafe, because that's tall. But like a, a, just a little tiny baking dish. And you put four meatballs in there mm. with sauce mm-hmm. and cheese on top. And you just heat that up. That's, that's nice. all it is. And then you take your fresh bread and you just Zing dip into in that. There. And that's it. You don't have to... I, I, yeah, I don't Is the meatball the place downtown still open? Yeah. What's On it called? On Penn Avenue. What's it called? Uh, it's, like all, it's all they sell is meatballs, yeah, right? I can't think of what it's called. It's close to the convention center, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's right on Penn, and I can't think of what it's called. It's mm, okay. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I put you on the spot yeah, there. Yeah, thanks but, a lot, know. John. No. Lexi, are you a pro meatball? I love meatballs. Mm-hmm. Do you have a you have a preferred meat? Oh, you know, like a cast saying all meat. Are you... Have you made it? Emporio your own? is what it's called. Uh, my oh, uh, my mom. Teen. Yeah, teen. She makes um, wedding soup all the time, mm. um, but instead of using beef for the meatballs, she uses lamb, mm. and those are the best <gasps> ever. I bet that is so. Say good. Say no more. I bet it's so that good. Is I love so me some lamb. Good. Yeah. We have lamb like at Christmas. My family thinks like it's a horrible thing. What? It's like foie gras. Yeah. They like, think what it's are like... you doing eating a lamb? What are you? I'm like, you kidding me? It's 
delish. Lamb's the best. I think so, too. Thank you for saying so. Yeah. Lamb's fabulous. I didn't grow up eating lamb either, Mm, but I did come to it late with my in-laws. A lamb ball. That'd be very nice, Mm -hmm. huh? Dang. Yeah, I think that'd be very good. So national meat. Yeah, so, yep. National so, Meatball Day. So you have. I'm telling you now. It's a little before five o'clock. So you have enough time to prepare. To yeah, it st- takes to, a long time. To stop and get your ingredients, or to stop and buy your meatballs. Whatever you have to do to make mm-hmm. tonight count. So by saying it's like National Meatball Day, mm-hmm. to me that would presuppose like there's a meatball lobby that someone like has proposed. Hey, yeah, but who's that person? What it's you know? Washington like, D.C. is filled of, with lobbyists. I'm sure. Is there a meatball well, who's lobby? Who's the meatball guy who's know. lobbying Congress? So. I think There's a lot just, of meatball guys think, who are lobbying Congress. I think it's you just people of goodwill. Really? Who, who want, put together. Who want others to be happy like they are. National Meatball Day. Because a meatball is something that cheers you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Emporio? What's, what's it called? The place Emporio. There? Emporio. Yeah, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, enjoy yourself, your National Meatball Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this is our 14th anniversary uh, it is. show. We started off with a Saris's dark chocolate pretzel. Maybe in the break, or you want to do one at 5 o'clock? Maybe at 5 o'clock, All right, yeah. Very nice. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. You have a choice in your health care. SRN News. I'm John Scott. Oklahoma Congresswoman Stephanie Weiss says the GOP has a better path than the one President Biden lays out in his budget. Republicans have a strong vision for the country. It's called the commitment to America. It is built on four main principles, an economy that is strong, a nation that is safe, a future that is built on freedom, and a government that is accountable. President Biden's 10-year budget plan largely revolves around the idea of taxing the wealthy to help fund programs for the middle class, older adults, and families. It would raise $4.7 trillion from higher taxes, with an additional $800 billion in savings from changes to federal programs. The tax increases include a reversal of Trump era cuts on people earning more than $400,000 a year. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 352 points and the Nasdaq losing 167. This is SRN News. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. I'm cold. You know why you're cold? Because we need to replace our windows. It's going to be expensive. Well, we lose money every time the wind blows. I don't want to deal with a high-pressure salesperson. Well, our neighbors used energy swing windows and doors, and they loved them. Oh, they have over 500 five-star reviews. The energy swing is a complete lifetime warranty for a peace of mind guarantee. So if we replace the windows and doors with them, we'll never have to do it again. 
I'll make an appointment today at energyswingwindows.com. Every day is a great day to play around at All About Golf in Butler. The new ping lineup is here. Stop by the pro shop and check out the all-new line of ping putters and get newly reduced deals on ping G425s for a limited time while supplies last. All About Golf Bays equipped with top tracer technology are open year-round, 8 to 8 daily, rain or shine, plus lessons for every age and skill level to help you master your game. All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play. Visit allaboutgolfpa.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Mainly clear skies this evening, followed by considerable cloudiness tonight. A little rain towards dawn, the low 35. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow with a little rain mixing with snow late. Little to no accumulation expected. It'll be breezy in the afternoon with a high of 41. Cloudy and windy tomorrow night with a couple of snow showers. Maybe mixed with rain early, the low 27. Breezy Saturday morning, otherwise a thick cloud cover, high 37. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. When our kids were little, we had uh, daycare at our church. And it, it was always wonderful to go in there, just, you know, to see these guys, you know, all the little kids hanging out anywhere from zero, you know, like some babies were there just a few months old, all the way up to like five or six years of age. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that the pandemic has changed daycare. You don't see nearly... I bet you a lot of daycare has, has evaporated, I'm disappeared. Sure that's true. Right? People are working from home now more than ever before. So I'm sure that's put a dent in daycare. Mm-hmm. But I see this uh, article in today's Wall Street Journal that major corporations are now offering daycare as part of their employee incentive package. Makes sense. It sure does. So Because uh, you're trying to battle the fact that they, people want to stay at home. Right. To take care of their kids. So come on into the office. And your bring child your kids with you. Just a few steps away, right? And we'll hire some daycare workers and make a daycare program. Yep. Um, uh, apparently, it's, this is no surprise, it's much more common in Europe to have daycare sponsored by corporations. Okay. Right? Uh, but the Biden uh, administration last week uh, had a $53 billion plan to revitalize the semiconductor industry. And within that, uh, they wanted to ensure that there was affordable daycare based in these new semiconductor businesses that have made their way from Asia here hmm. back to the United States. Okay. Uh, it did not spell out how companies should provide or pay for the care, but the commitment 
will be essential to getting people, especially women, into the workplace, says the Commerce Department. Though relatively small in numbers, more employees are working on the sentiment and providing child care according to best places for working parents. A network of 1,700 businesses promoting family-friendly employer practices. Um, The country has about 58,000 daycare workers, or about 6% short of February 2020 levels. Hmm, really? Yep. Uh, Among women who dropped out of the workforce in the COVID era, one-third said the lack of or expense of child care was the top reason, while 20% of men said uh, who left said so, according to a 2022 survey by McKinsey. Such companies like Marriott are creating bigger daycares in preschools. Marriott centers stay open an hour later than most of the local daycare. And the company encourages workers to visit throughout the day and take their children to eat at corporate cafes. Mm, Well, geez, that's a really nice Mm -hmm. setup. Yep. Tyson Foods, which is adding child care at Springdale, Arkansas headquarters, and at processing plants in Humboldt, Texas, says that it expects those options to be available for workers later this year. Overall, companies providing child care is very rare. Fewer than 6% of all employers in the U.S. offer it at or near their workplaces, according to a 2022 survey by the Society for Human Resource Management. Uh, it would be a good thing, wouldn't it? I think it would be a good thing. Even as we talk about it, though, I feel a sense of... I want to be transparent and honest. I still think that the very best thing for your child is for a parent to be with them. I know that. Yeah. Or wherever. Wherever. Of course. Wherever. It can't happen all the time. I understand that. But I just think it's important while we talk about these issues to still remember that our priority as parents needs to be our kids. And I'm saying that as someone who had a very difficult transition going from the career world to the mom world. Mm-hmm. It was not smooth in any way. But when you me. were home with your kids, didn't you lo- did you love it? No. You hated it? I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. At the beginning, it was very anxiety-producing for me. Because you felt you were missing out on something? Uh, no, I didn't feel like I was missing out on something. I felt like the job was very isolating. Of course it is. And I was used to being, when you're working in a career, you're working with people all the time. So you were home alone with the kids. uh Uh-huh. All of a sudden you are home and there is nobody there. No community around you? I did develop one. Yeah. But at first there isn't one. You know what I mean? It's not like the, most of the time the community's not waiting for you to be involved. You have to go find it. Of course you do. And so that's, that was very hard. I really struggled with that. Yeah, and after a while, when my kids were a little older, like in the toddler time, I think I, um, I think I felt less than because there was no feedback loop. What do you mean? Or there was there was no. Uh, Are you doing this right? Six month approval process, or let's talk about how you're doing. Development. Or there was no development. There was no goals. You know what I mean? There were no, like all of the things you're used to doing in the workplace, you get your, your yearly assessment, assessment, your, uh, a a progress report of some kind, if you're involved in a project or whatever it is, all of a sudden, none of that, everything goes away. But I know you, it wasn't like you were sitting around the house with the kids watching the prices, right? No, but you, but you're thinking of me now. I mean, I was a different person when I was 29 years old and, and working at home with my kids. I get that. Yeah. 
It was I'm just sure. it was just hard. I mean, I know it's fraught with a lot of landmines, like you're talking it about. It really is. And, and, you're, and I know that you're right as well. We were fortunate. I mean, my wife quit her job and she was able to stay home. She made right. it work. I mean, I mean, she also did. You know, she worked. I'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning and my wife would be down in the living room with a yarn uh, spinner. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what's it called? A loom. A loom. A yards, yarn spinner. Okay, yarn spinner. I like yeah. it. <laughs> she was down there, like, you know, picking twigs and sticks out of yarn. She was, you know, cleaning yarn for someone who's an artisan who would make sweaters and whatnot. She was trying to make a buck. Sure. I, I appreciate that. I mean, but, but I know it's difficult. Yeah, it can be hard. But looking back on it, Man, I would not trade those years of being one on one with my kids Don't for you miss anything. Them. When you look at like we look at yeah. photos, you know, it's really you go, important. Oh, my little baby, so important. My little kids. and you'll never get those years back. No, never get them back. So if you can, right? However much time you can spend them with your kids. Everybody says, you know, oh, it goes by so quickly, and you go, mm-hmm, and then it goes by so quickly. Oh, it's so fast because you get yeah, <laughs> the little sweethearts. Actually, at five thirty-five this afternoon, time is zooming by. According to the Wall Street Journal, four ways you can slow it down. Take a break, come back. We are going to talk about, of all things, the Oscars up next year on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. When you pray to God, what do you say to him about yourself and your family? I ask God for strength and courage with my kids. I know God doesn't ever give any pain without relief. So I ask him to keep giving me strength to better raise my kids. Maybe put someone on my path that'll make a difference in my life. You can be an answer to the prayer of a mother like Mirlan. My name is Anicha with Food for the Poor, and we're inviting you to be a part of the miracle story that God is telling in the lives of families throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Today, your one-time gift of $144 is going to provide a family of four with food for a year. Click on the Give Food banner at wordfm.com or text send hope one word to 91999. 
and you'll receive a link to give your best gift. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. happy to have Alyssa Wilkinson back with us. Let me introduce Alyssa to you. She's a film culture and food writer, currently senior culture reporter at Vox.com, pardon me, as well as an associate professor at the King's College. She lives in New York with her husband, and we're happy to talk to her this week about the Oscars. But before we do that, Alyssa, uh, you've come in on anniversary day. John and I are celebrating our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. We're not, we're not married, in case you're wondering. No. No. I just want to say that because people always listening always think we're married, but we're not married. But it's a uh, 14 <laughs> years here, so uh, you know it's it's some sort of a, an anniversary celebration. So thanks for being. Yeah, part that's of it. amazing. We that's understand 14 years is like the ivory anniversary. Is it really? That, well, that's what somebody said. I thought we could. I asked management about moving a piano in here yeah. and yeah. having like <laughs> a live girl or guy play the ins and outs, and they weren't interested. But we are having dark chocolate covered pretzels, and I want you to know that I would give one to you if I could. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Very good. <laughs> Alyssa, we bring you in here because uh, the Oscars Oscar are weekend. Sunday night. And of course, a lot, you say, hey, the Oscars are coming up. At least in my circles, people kind of shrug their shoulders and go, so what? But I think it's a mm-hmm. reason for celebration. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm not honestly the world's biggest fan of the Oscars. Like, if I didn't have to write about them, I probably wouldn't sit down and watch them in real time. But I've sort of grudgingly become. Uh, uh, you know, happy that they exist because often I think they help people to know what some movies are that they might have missed and might want to catch up on. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so and maybe not so much that you know you love the Oscars, but certainly you love movies, don't you? Yes. Yeah, of course. You know, and I find that a lot of people these days tend to only hear about maybe like a dozen movies that come out in a year, and there's so many more good films out there. So. You know, the the Oscars can kind of be a helpful curation tool that way. Excellent. Okay, so what's the best way for you to go about this? I mean, uh, do you want to talk about best pictures and what people should see? Would that be the best way? Or or how would you uh, break this down? I mean, you know, it's interesting to talk about the best picture movies because there's really a lot of change in the last few years over what kinds of movies um, get nominated for and also win best picture. It used to, you know, for a long stretch, it was like you kind of knew it would be sort of a crowd pleaser, maybe some, you know, we might use the term middle brow, which sounds derogatory, but isn't really meant to be. It's just, you know, sort of like a movie that is kind of easy to watch and um, and doesn't, you know, it's commercial. It's made for, for a big audience. And these days, you know, the choices have been a little more all over the map. Um, you can think of like last year's winner, CODA, uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was like it premiered at a Sundance Film Festival that was totally online. And then it was on Apple TV and like nobody had heard about it except critics. And then suddenly it won Best Picture, Um, you know, and that surprises people. But I think that it's good to think about it as like, oh, wow, okay, that's a that's a movie maybe I should check out. So this year it's actually kind of split down the middle between smaller films and really, really big films, the biggest film of the year or the two big films 
films of the year were nominated for Best Picture, Top Gun Maverick and Avatar The Way of Water, um, both of which made a huge amount of money. But the one that I think is going to be interesting to watch is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I know was kind of a sleeper hit. Nobody really expected this little weird um, to make a lot of money. I certainly did not. But it turned out it kind of just hit people at the right moment and made a ton of money. And, you know, it's a really warm-hearted film about parents and children and, you know, trying to accept one another and figure out what to do when life hasn't gone the way you expected. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, a fun film and it's a strange film. I'd say also it's a challenging watch for people who are not accustomed to watching movies because it's kind of all over the map. I mean, it's in the here and now and in the backwards and the forwards. The, the theme or the thread is not necessarily sort of straight ahead. No, that's true. I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 that is a true definition of it. On the other hand, another way to think about it is that it's a multiverse movie, and we're very used to multiverse movies because every single Marvel movie is a multiverse movie and has been for a while, right, where there's, like, characters who are the same person but in different universes and people are popping around between universes. And honestly, I had an easier time following this one than I do with any Marvel film. Right. So, I agree. <laughs> so there's that. And then, you know, the other thing that really I think is in this, in the favor of this film is there's no backstory. There's no prequel, you know, it's just kind of what's on the screen. Um, and if you have a parent or are a parent or have ever met someone who is a parent, <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of emotion in the film and a lot of humor. And there's a whole scene where it's just rocks talking to one another, which I think is, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things. <laughs> so the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, maybe a dark horse a few months ago, uh, it did really great at the golden globe. So it, it mm-hmm. looks to be, projected maybe you know as one of those big oscar winners yeah it definitely is a favorite i think it's the one that a lot of people are pulling it wasn't even one of my favorite movies of the year but i'm kind of pulling for it because i think it it's everything that you kind of miss from movies from i don't know the 90s or something where they're original stories with you know kind of goofy plots and fun and heart and a little bit of camp and all of that stuff and those are very hard to get made in Hollywood these days. So, you know, if this were to win Best Picture, then it would mean that we would get more movies that have original ideas in them instead of just being taken from properties or being sequels or reboots or whatever. Yeah. All that said, you know, Top Gun Maverick is technically a sequel, and I think it's a very good movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, and so apparently did everybody else in the world because it made billions of dollars. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. To me, it was like a really, we saw it at the drive-in, which was like the perfect mm-hmm. drive-in movie. Um, okay, so uh, I should say we're talking with Alyssa Wilkinson. She's a film critic at Vox.com. So I'm glad you said that Everything Everywhere All at Once wasn't one, you know one of your top films of the year. It wasn't necessarily something that I was like, oh, uh, there was so many great films this year. And my wife and I were mm-hmm. talking about this last night. This is the first time in forever that we've seen all the films in the Best Picture category. And there's so many good mm-hmm. ones out there right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Women Talking, Triangle yeah. of Sadness, Tar, mm-hmm. The Fablemans, uh, mm-hmm. the Banshees of Inertion. So uh, I guess just through a shortcut, what was your top film of the year? What, what are you thinking about? Oh, my top film of the year was Tar, uh, which yeah. I didn't really expect to be nominated. I love that people are still talking and arguing about what this film even is about because <laughs> I think sometimes that's the mark of a really great film is where you saw it, you tracked with the story and you got to the end and you were like, wait, what just happened? And then you want to go back and rewatch it immediately. Um, but I also think it's an incredible showcase for Kate Blanchett, who's is it ever? of course incredible herself. 
And it gets a, like a lot of very, you know, I don't know if it's a comedy or a horror film or a drama or I'm not even sure how to how to term it um, when I think about it that way. But I think that as far as craft and writing and rewatchability, it's it's pretty much impeccable. Fabulous. Mm, Tar with okay. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been telling Kath and our producer, Lexi, that uh, streaming uh, right now is women talking, which I mm-hmm. absolutely love. I mean, especially, you know, mm-hmm. as an audience that, you know, as a Christian audience, g- give yeah. us your take on women talking. Yeah, incredible movie. So it's based on a book, which is in turn sort of a fictional reimagining of real events, um, which are pretty heavy. There was a group of women in a Mennonite colony um, about 15 years ago who had been, you know, repeatedly assaulted, um, and they by men in their community. And the author of the book is um, grew up in a Mennonite community, and she affected by this and started thinking about conversations they could be having while they were trying to figure out what to do next. So that's the women talking part of it. Um, But in the, in the book, she actually constructs this really interesting dialogue between these women that has um, strong overtones of St. Augustine uh, in the story. And she, she like quite clearly wrote that into the story. Um, And so some of that translates into the movie as well. Um, but, you know, it really, it's just a showcase for great actresses talking about what does justice look like and what does a loving community look like. Yeah. And there's scripture all over it, which they refer to repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're women who are trying to reconcile what's happened to them with their faith yep. and with whether God will forgive them. Yeah. If they leave their community, yeah. We're talking films, Oscars with Alyssa Wilkinson from Vox.com. Um, I, I guess two of the straight-ahead movies for me this year, I mean, sort of like, you know, uh, top movies that would fit into sort of any genre from years past would be um, Steven Spielberg's film. Um, the which, Fablemans. The Fablemans, which I also loved, and um, mm-hmm. The Banshees of Inishin. Uh Can you talk mm-hmm. about those films? Yeah, so The Fablemans is a very deeply personal film for Spielberg. It's it's his memoir, basically. And um, a lot of people, I think, kind of watched it, assuming it was a movie about the magic of the movies or something, which is in there. But really, it's more about him reexamining kind of the blessing and curse of living your life, always seeing what's happening in your life through kind of like a mental or literal camera lens. So if you watch it with that in mind, you start to see how in every scene, you know, his main character is kind of putting the world at a distance from him through a camera lens and how that changes the way he experiences his own life. That's really what that movie is about. Um, but it's pretty funny and heartbreaking and fantastic. And there are some really good gags in it, um, fight gags, which, you know, you don't always get in a in a Hollywood film. So yeah. I definitely recommend that one. And then um, The Banshees of Any Sharon is a scream. I love it very much. It's from Martin McDonough. Um, it's, it is a comedy, but I say that to people and they're like, no, it wasn't. So I have to say it's an Irish comedy, yes. a very dark Irish comedy, um, about absurdity and, um, uh, you know, two friends who kind of their relationship is broken apart. One of them doesn't know why. And it's also a movie implicitly about the Irish civil war, which, um, the clues are kind of there if you know to look for them, but just this thing where, you know, relationships become broken apart between people who are so close and whether reconciliation is possible is, you know, is, is uncertain. Um, but I think uh, most people will know Martin McDonough from Free Billboard, Evan Missouri. He's the same director, uh, but he's gone back to Ireland to make this movie. 
Alyssa Wilkinson is with us. Check out her latest book. It's called Salty, Lessons on Eating, Drinking, and Living from Revolutionary Women. Very nice. Okay, so Lish, um, we're going to watch the Oscars. Are you one of these people? Okay, so you're doing it because, you know, professional obligations. But mm-hmm. what time do you sit down to tune in? And is will it- you, do you have an Oscar dress? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm on my couch. So Got I'm in the comfiest clothes possible. I'll be there till the bitter end and then some. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not like a big red carpet person, so I usually show up around 7.30 to figure out if anything interesting has happened. Um, But, you know, if you're really into fashion, it can be fun to to log on, I think, at like 6.30 um, and start watching. Yeah, just to see the dresses and the conversations and all that stuff. (laughs) Which is often vapid. Those conversations are so cringy. cringy. It's like overwhelmingly horrible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mm -hmm. last year, the craziest thing of all time ever happened, which which was the slap, which Chris Rock uh, referenced to reference. I mean, did a whole stand-up act this past week Mm -hmm. about it. So, I mean, the cool thing about the Oscars, one of the things is it's live television. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, Mm -hmm. anything can happen. And has. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's one of the reasons why to tune in, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly why anyone would watch, um, which, of course, live television is just not something that I think a lot of people are used to or care about anymore. Right? If you know that you can just log on to YouTube an hour later and it'll be there. Yeah. I think that's why their their viewership numbers are dropping. And I don't think that's. Uh, unreasonable. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the, I think the most watched um, TV shows every year, TV episodes, if you, you know, check the ratings have always been like football, <laughs> Super Bowl football, and then um, the Oscars, because, you know, people just are interested in seeing less about what movies win and more about what people will do or say. Yeah. That said, like, you know, most Oscars go off pretty much without a hitch. Maybe they're a bit boring, but, um, you know, in the last five or six years, we had both the La La Land Moonlight mix-up, which happened on live TV. <laughs> which was, that was epic. Slap. It sure was, and the slap. So, you know, who knows? Um, what I did hear is that the Oscars have hired a crisis team um, oh. to be on the ground. <laughs> I don't know what they're expecting, but that's but so 2023, 20, isn't it? Truly, truly, yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, so uh, my we wife and I should have hired a committee to slap John Travolta when he announced the wrong. <laughs> oh, so so we do this thing with family is that we do like you know the the, the list right? We've got we've got our mm-hmm. own ballot, and so we'll we'll do a, a ballot of what what the experts or you know what we think will win, right? What they're mm-hmm. predicting will win and what we want to win now do you have do you have any sort of skin in the game on that or just because you're working it doesn't really matter to you yeah i mean there are movies that i would love to see win because i think that they would it would be good going forward the thing to remember about the oscars is that if you win you don't get a money prize or anything it's purely bragging rights but if you win an oscar it does mean that you'll probably work again you Mm. might get better projects um you know you might get to experiment a little more so in addition to i mean tar won't win but i would be ecstatic if it did but um you know there's a lot of really great uh performers who are up for awards and it'd be wonderful for instance to see paul mescal win for that film after sun because so few people saw it and he's really incredible i would love to see marcella show with shoes on win in the animated category because what an incredible wonderful movie that is um you know and you want to see someone like michelle yell win in her in her category for everything everywhere all at once um so there's there's people who I will be happy if they win. 
Um, but generally, I I am not allowed to bet on the Oscars, as you might have guessed, um, <laughs> even just even just the family pool. But my husband, every time he does an Oscars ballot, he wins um, <laughs> with the most categories, no matter where he is. So, um, so you should probably just ask him what to vote for. Oh, I love it. That's See, really you good. feel like nobody's paying attention to you, but he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, he knows. He usually, I'm usually like, you're not, that's not going to win. And he's like, no, no, you just wait. And then he's been right so Fabulous. i probably should pay attention okay so the only thing to me this is a big deal the oscars are a big deal because they give me hope in the movies and in this era that we live in now where people are watching you know episode nine of season six of something which mm-hmm. i have a hard time tracking along meanwhile you just finished the sixth season of better call Saul, but that's I, a story for that's an time. exception though but you know to me a lot of the streaming like this series i kind of go meh the true mm-hmm. art form just because it's so well done are the movies don't you think mm. Yeah, well, I do generally think that um, the form of a movie, which is by nature self-contained um, and takes a long time to make, uh, tends to attract artists who really have like a vision for what they want to do from, from beginning to end. And TV by nature, you kind of pitch them your you know, your idea, and then the goal is to keep it going as long as possible. So unless it's a limited series, you don't really know where it's going to end. And that has often gotten a lot of TV shows in trouble um, where they kind of start meandering or the third season wasn't as good as the second season or something like that. But there's a lot of crossover these days uh, between those those two genres, almost to the point where sometimes it's hard to remember whether something was in a movie or was in a you know in a TV show, so I don't watch a lot of television just because I don't have a lot of time um, because I'm always needing to watch another movie. Um, but once in a while, you get a really great one. I think um, I you know my personal opinion is that some of the best shows are kind of in the past and would be hard to make today. Yeah. Um, Such but, as. You know, Oh, you know, The Sopranos, okay. Mad Men, some of those standard answers. Yeah. But that said, there's some great, you know, one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen is um, For All Mankind, and that's currently on TV. So um, I've only you know. been trying to get John to watch this, Alyssa, for all. <laughs> Alyssa, it's a soap opera to me, and it's... I just can't get invested in it. <gasps> No. no, it's so good. It, it's space. It yeah, I love outer space. space. And I was, you know, I was raised on Apollo. It's but I just so, ep- it's so beautifully done. So beautiful. All right, I'll go back. Oh. Yeah, you gotta, gotta keep going. Okay, very good. All right, so listen, <laughs> as the Oscars go on, are you tweeting or are you just too busy to tweet? I'll probably be tweeting a little bit, but mostly I'm, I'm sitting there ready to write. And I definitely will write something after the best picture is announced about that particular film, whatever it is. Okay, great. Well, watch for that at Vox.com. Okay. That's Alyssa Wilkinson. Check out her latest book, Salty, Lessons on Eating, Drinking, and Living from Revolutionary Woman. Alyssa, hang on the line. Uh, I'm going to talk to you off the air for just a sec. Thanks, Alyssa. Okay. Sounds good. Vox.com. Alyssa Wilkinson. Be right back. It's no secret that this economy is taking its toll on us, but I've got some important news that could really help. If you're facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt, you need to know that you may not be required to pay it all back. There are special programs that can significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This isn't bankruptcy or a high-interest debt consolidation loan. 
These are programs that credit card companies don't want you to know about. Ones that offer Americans struggling with overwhelming credit card debt savings and real debt relief faster than thought possible. Accredited Debt Relief has a special hotline to learn all about these programs and what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualified consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now for this free information. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. What do you mean he went searching for fresher powder? We have full classes today. Instructor down at Vesper Ski School. Toward each other to snowplow, honey, not away. She needs more ski instructors to slalom through the day-to-day. Pizza? Fries? Whoa, Braley, no. Pizza, pizza. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now, deeperfaithcruise.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly clear skies this evening, followed by considerable cloudiness tonight. A little rain towards dawn, the low 35. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow with a little rain mixing with snow late. Little to no accumulation expected. It'll be breezy in the afternoon with a high of 41. Cloudy and windy tomorrow night with a couple of snow showers. Maybe mixed with rain early, the low 27. Breezy Saturday morning, otherwise a thick cloud cover, high 37. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Sense. Does what make sense? Shower gel. Body wash. Well, I want it to make sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it does make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes squirting out of the bottle. Right. is a big blob in your hand. I, I guesstimate I'm probably wasting 75% of it. Mm-hmm. Falls onto the shower floor. Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is it shampoo? Um... It's just too loose for me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate a bar of soap and my old shampoo. The solidity of it all. I do. I want to feel like I'm holding on to something. Mm-hmm. It's too squishy. I just, 
It doesn't make any sense to me. No, I'm glad you brought this up. No. Now, now you might be thinking, John, you know, you've brought this up before. Why are you repeating? A, Does this make sense? It's because I've changed my opinion. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm giving it a firm yes. What? When historically I've been consistently no, and here's why. <laughs> I got a new body wash, and it's like an upper crust variety. Well, la di da. Exactly. What do you mean upper crust? It's like it's well, there's diamonds in it. It's a little bit of a salon brand. What? Name it. Name it. Aveda. Aveda. It's so nice. Really? That it's revolutionized my whole thing. I've said for years it does not make sense. I needed to come clean, no really? pun intended, publicly and say now You're it invested. makes sense, but it has to apparently it has to be Aveda. Be, has to be expensive. What made you go there in the first place? Come um, back for a, a second sale. shot. <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh-huh. And a gift card. So okay. you mix the sale with oh, the yeah, gift yeah. card and that's what happened. All right. Okay. All right. Does this make sense? Are you going to repeat one, two, and change your mind? No. Mm-mm. I've thought about this a lot. The DVR. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. It makes zero sense. The last thing I need is something recording more stuff that I don't have time to watch, and then it builds up. I don't need a DVR. I've got like 8 million thousand things to see already. It just To me, it's kind of like a guilt machine. Mm. I, don't want, I don't want a DVR. Mm. Does it make sense to you? It couldn't make more sense. Get out of here. There's no way that I could come up with a thing that makes more sense than a DVR. Here's why, John. Not doing it. Not the, yeah, it you're makes so much the sense. Commercials. This is why. Because you're only watching. You're never, ever just scrolling. You're just watching what you've already predetermined you want to watch. So you're not going to be sucked in by the latest thing of the day. You're going to be committed to the thing you've already decided you're watching. And that's just the way it is. Well, I already know what I'm watching. Yeah, but what if you turn it on and you're 30 minutes into it? Are you going to watch it? No, I just, I just go on to something else because there's it, too much it, other things to watch. But if you already decided to watch it, then you could actually follow through and say, I'm, I'm watching it. it. That's why a DVR makes sense. 101.5 WORD. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On April 17th, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Learn more and sign up now at wordfm.com. Reverse mortgages. Perceptually, those words were kind of bad words for a while. And still today, in many cases, it's not the perfect fit. But without a doubt, today's reverse mortgage program, now insured by the federal government, is night and day different from that of old. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62 and can't afford to retire, today's reverse mortgage program can be life-changing. This new option does not require you to give up ownership of your home. It will not leave your heirs with debt, and it can provide you with lifetime monthly payments from the value of your home, or even a cash-out option. At United Faith Mortgage, our commitment is to clearly lay out all the details for you or your parents' specific case, and then only take on cases where it's clearly obvious to everyone involved that this is a no-lose situation. If you're curious what it would look like for you or someone you love, we 
our United Faith Mortgage. Call for free information on reverse loans. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. The following is not an actor, but a real life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Corey, and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates, and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity, and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving thousands and things are really looking up. I promise you guys, you will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936- 5496. I'm Corey, and I'm debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. Every day is a great day to play around at All About Golf in Butler. The new Ping lineup is here. Stop by the Pro Shop and check out the all-new line of Ping putters and get newly reduced deals on Ping G425s for a limited time while supplies last. All About Golf Bays equipped with top tracer technology are open year-round. 8 to 8 daily, rain or shine. Plus lessons for every age and skill level to help you master your game. All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play. Visit allaboutgolfpa.com. I work two jobs. I work here at the station and I work at a church. And a Thursday is my day to do both of those. And so it's like from the moment I wake up in the morning until I get home at 6.30 or 6.45, it's just perpetual motion, mm. right? And and my brain is on like, you know, 10 out of 10. I feel like Thursdays fly by. I feel like they completely fly by. And so I've kind of wondered about that. Thursdays seem like they go faster to me than Wednesdays or Fridays. So, like, you know, what is that about? There's an article in the Wall Street Journal that talks about this effect of time moving fast, moving quickly. John, you've mentioned just in the last couple of days that you feel like the older you've gotten, the faster time moves. Undoubtedly. Time's flying That's by. That's really interesting, isn't Super it? fast. Okay, And I think it's a pretty common experience. The older you get, you feel as though time has gone by. I also feel like the pace of life right now is very fast post-pandemic. I think that a lot of people are striving to figure it out or get back back. or or forge a new path or do you know what I mean? It's 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 things seem to be for me. I kind of always feel like the elusive let life be pre-pandemic feel you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like things change were so disrupted i want to kind of go back to what it used to be right before the the fear and terror like just the chaos all all of this well psychologists say it's helpful to feel that time is flying when you're working hard on a goal so this kind of explains why my thursdays go quickly philip gable is a professor of psychology at the university of delaware um and he said it it makes the effort feel easier so you persist longer. 
Wait, say that again. The it makes the go... effort feel easier of a really long day or a big project mm. or something, you know, so you persist longer. So it's kind of us helping ourselves. It's our brain helping us mm-hmm. to get through a lot of things that have to be done. Okay. People, though, like when I get to a Friday, which I'm not working both jobs, I want it to slow down. <laughs> right. I don't want to rush through Friday because I just rushed through Thursday. I like Friday. I want to I want to enjoy Friday. So this article in the journal talks about different sensory experiences that you might do to slow things down, hmm. like play on the floor, an actual board game with your kids, with your grandkids, with your spouse, whatever it is. Do something non-digital. Mm-hmm. Put your brain, your eyes, your Shift body. Shift in a different space. I kind of like that idea. Um, They talk about savoring a cup of tea or the warmth of a sun. Um, An 82-year-old man talks about reading from his 1,500-page journal reflecting on his full life. Hmm. Okay? I like that. Um, The journal also talks about the importance of structuring our days. Um, So the time each day when you are looking at your to-do list if you have one, should be a particular time. So at 7 p.m., there's no more to-do list. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that stuff anymore. At 9 p.m., I'm not going to, whatever it works, however it works with your schedule, there's a time when we're going to give up that type of checking off the Mm, box mentality. Yeah, and I think, to me, the biggest thing that makes time pass is, of course, being online. Can you believe, like last night, I was going to watch something on TV. Yeah. Okay. It was something I was interested in watching. But I ended up doing something online. I looked up, 90 minutes had passed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, I hate myself mm, because for, I don't even remember what I was doing the for the last over. 90 minutes. You have nothing. You're I doing nothing. Right? I really, really hated that. Yeah. I think that's the truth. I mean, the digital life makes time disappear mm-hmm. quicker than anything we could possibly do. And when you decide to let go of the digital life, you know, if you, I'm going to turn my phone off, I'm going to put it in the kitchen drawer, I'm going to walk away, time instantly yeah. slows down. Sometimes it, it creates anxiety, at least in me, because it's going so slow, mm-hmm. which is a, the weird thing. It is. Because I'm trying to stop it anyway, and then it does, and, and I get all so freaked out about it. you're dissatisfied both ways. Of course I <laughs> Okay. It's the nature of life. Think big picture. You get lost in the minutia of, oh, my gosh, I have to drop my kids off. I have to pick my kids up. I have to get to the doctor's appointment. I have to take my pill. I have to, you know, whatever all those things are. So the tunnel vision, again, can make time appear to fly. So what if you broadened your attention? What if you focused on a larger purpose? Like the example in here is planning a vacation. Um, Instead of focusing on small tasks that need to be done, done, think about Something long term, you know, something that's far out in the future Love and it. something that's going to last longer than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I also think, and this is not included in the journal article, this is for me, is focusing on something like the church calendar part that we're in can make a difference in that. If you're, we're in Lent, mm-hmm. so we're focusing on contrition and confession and repentance and receiving forgiveness and those sorts of things. That's meta. That's big picture. You can't get more big picture (laughs) than I'm trying to accept the reconciliation God is offering me. Like that's a pretty big deal, but that can take you away from the to-do list. Mm -hmm. 
or my Facebook likes right. or some other ridiculous thing. Or the next article we have to read for work. Right, right. Okay, what about giving time away? Oh, of course. Okay. Now, you do this regularly. I really admire how you do that okay. with your friends who you're committed to. You do. You have a, well, you have a small circle of people that you're committed to spending time with. Mm-hmm. And so that's part, that's just how you look at your life. Yeah, I love it. It's great enjoyment. And so what does that do to your kind of assessment of time or your awareness of time? Um, I, it, when I'm with those people, uh, I appreciate their presence in my life so much that I come away always grateful for those experiences because I see this. I see this. The older you get, you see that time is so short. So uh, try to use your time as mm-hmm. best as you possibly can. And I see it reflected in those relationships. Because, look, I mean, I just shared something with you. Six years ago, I did this with my friend. My friend is totally different. Look how quickly that happened. Yep. Six years is such a short time. It is. And things are totally changed in our lives. Yep. The last thing the journal talks about is something that I think a believer can identify with and understand is the need for awe, A-W-E. Always. And if you don't have it, then your world is smaller. If you do have it, no matter how small your world feels, you can enlarge it Mm -hmm. just by being aware of what you know is already true, which is that there is an enormous globe that we're sitting on, which is filled with beautiful people who need to know that there is a beautiful God who's searching, loving, reaching out to them, um, that we're in unthinkably vast solar system, galaxy and solar system and beyond, and that there is a story that God's telling. Yeah. But you do know there are other people, right? I've got a friend who's always, and I mean always, going at 110%. And we've talked about this. And his response to me always is, John, I'm busy now. I'll rest when I'm dead. Mm. And, of course, how yeah. can you argue how with that? How can you argue with that? Yeah. But time is precious. Time is precious. And it's finite. There's only much, so much to go around. And it goes by ever so quickly. Mm-hmm. So especially when you're around those ones you love so much, you want to stretch it out as long Notice as possible. Notice the beauty that's around you. Mm, very good. When it comes a time and there is no food, how does she help the children get through that when they when their stomachs are, are empty? I tell them that today we cannot eat, but uh, another day we will have food. We need to work in order to have food to put in our plates. Today, on this day of hope, you can be an answer to prayer for a mother like Marta. I'm Anitra with Food for the Poor, and we're inviting you to be a part of a miracle story that God is telling through donors just like you. Right now, because of a generous match, your gift, a one-time gift of $144, is going to provide a family like Marta's with food for a year. When you go to wordfm.com and click on the bright red Give Food banner or text Send Hope, one word, to 91999, you'll receive a link and you can make your most generous gift.
Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop. The threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Okay, I did not know this, and I'm kind of wishing I did not know this. The BBC reports that the impending coronation of King Charles III will break from the established rituals of the British monarchy, altering the recipe of the sacred chrism oil. Chrism. How do you spell chrism? C-H-R-I-S-M. Okay used to anoint the new monarch. This special magic oil is so hallowed that it was not even allowed to be shown on television during the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II. Traditionally, the chrism oil has contained ingredients derived from the secretion of civets. Oh, those are those are that's a little fox like creature. They call them poop coffee cats. Yeah. Kopi Luwak is the uh is the coffee that comes from them. Okay, the secretions of civets as well as ambergris from the from the <laughs> from the bile ducts of sperm whale intestines. What? Due to concerns, however, about animal cruelty, King Charles will use you a think? special animal-free variant of the chrism oil. This will also be in keeping with his image as an environmentalist. Um, here's what the BBC says. The new oil includes olive oil scented with a mix of essential oils, sesame, rose, jasmine, cinnamon, uh, and benzoin with orange blossom. It also has a royal family significance, partly using olives grown on the Mount of Olives at the Monastery of Mary Magdalene, 
which is where the king's grandmother, Princess Alice, is buried. In his Christmas message, the king has spoken of his own Christian faith and how much he has been moved when he visited biblical sites, such as Jesus' birthplace in Bethlehem. The oil was consecrated by the Patriarch of Jerusalem and the Anglican Archbishop in Jerusalem at the Church of the Holy Specter. Sepulchre. Built on the site where it is believed Jesus died and was buried. Apparently, the tools for the chrism oil anointments are one of the few surviving relics from the original medieval coronation regalia, the rest of which were destroyed on orders of Oliver Cromwell. Wow. What? Wow. This is like a special recipe? That and they're, is... they're going to disavow the special Well, recipe. I'm glad. I think we're, I mean, I appreciate tradition. I love it. Tradition. But I think at this point, you know, we're at a place in society where we don't need to kill a sperm whale so that we can get his intestinal secretions to christen the new king. So what, this special sauce is supposed to give him power or something? I don't it's, understand it's what like that's It's like an honorary for. thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's like an anointing. But an anointing. Uh-huh. But what does, it's just... It's just, it's a thing. It's a royal thing, I it's guess. It's like, you know, when Jesus was, you know, when the when the wise men came and they brought... Frankincense Frank, and myrrh. Myrrh, and, right? Well, I can understand that. That's, well, that's what it is. I mean, it's the same. It's that same, same ancient of tradition of that's what you do for a, for a king. But makes sense. Now, okay. the civet thing. You know, I was in Indonesia, and the civet, uh, you know, eats coffee beans and then poops them out. Mm-hmm. And that those they, are special. And those are special because they're kind of partially digested by the civet's body. And then it becomes Kopi Luwak, which is a very expensive coffee bean that I did purchase when I was there for my husband because really? I felt like it had, we tried Did it. you have a cup? Uh, I don't know anything about coffee, but he had a cup. He said it is very, very non-acidic, which is how they, you know, market it. But he said it was fine, but it wasn't nearly worth what I paid for it. Thank you, Civet. Learn something new every day. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.